The Breakdown with Bethany is a mom.com podcast. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Hi, and welcome back to another episode of The Breakdown with Bethany. I'm Bethany Braun Silva, and today my guest is the one and only Aaron Andrews. I'm such a huge fan of Aaron's. And of course, you've probably seen her sidelines of a football game talking to an NFL superstar. Or maybe you tune into her podcast, which accurately predicted the Travis Kelsey Taylor Swift romance. Either way, she's been a mainstay on our small screens, and I'm so excited to have her on the podcast today. We're going to be talking about her for fertility journey. Let me tell you, it's been a long one. And we're so excited that Aaron and her husband, Jarrett, were able to welcome baby Mac earlier this year. So stay tuned and listen to all of Aaron's tips for managing infertility and surrogacy and how she's taking care of herself these days. All right, Erin, it's, it's lovely to talk to you. Nice to talk to you. How are you? I'm doing well. I, are you in the where showroom? <laughs> oh, it's just, honestly, it's our office. Yeah, it looks like a showroom, but it's it's an office. Yeah. I love it. You guys are definitely having a moment. Thank um, you. It's been fun. Yeah, I can imagine. Um, I do want to jump in because this is a podcast all about moms and, you know, all f- really for moms. And we, I, and I've been an editor and a journalist in the mom space for a decade. Mm-hmm. And the sort of the press that I've seen you do in the, in the last few months has really helped move us forward in the way of really destigmatizing fertility struggles and even surrogacy. Um, and I want to know, I, I have a feeling it was intentional, but I just love to hear from you about, you know, your journey and and just being so open about it. Yeah, I think it just came down to being sick and tired of doing it for nine years and um, getting bad results, not the results we wanted. And, you know, I was just saying to somebody opening up social media every morning and seeing so-and-so is on baby number three. And you're like, what, why is this so hard for me? I just felt like people weren't being honest with how much the journey really sucks when you're not getting good news and how crappy you feel and your body's, you know, full of these hormones and it drains your bank account. And I just felt like it was time to just be honest about it and tell women that they weren't alone. And what would you say to a woman who's maybe kind of like looking down the road or starting about to start year eight or year nine? I know you're, you were 10 years in with your fertility journey, but you know, and that is quite long when you consider like the spectrum, right? Yeah. So for like year eight or nine, someone who's maybe on the cusp of giving up, what would you yeah. say to them? It's really hard. I mean, I had this conversation with this woman yesterday on the plane. She congratulated me about Mac. And then she started telling me about her journey. And I just listened to her and my eyes were watering. And I'm just like, I'm so sorry. It just sucks. It sucks. And I sat and I listened and, you know, I asked her where she was going for fertility treatments. I asked her you know, what her circumstances were. I asked her what supplements she was taking because I, I, you know, the reason why I aligned with Thorne was because this was something my specialists, my doctors, my acupuncturists were preaching to me to take. And I even ended up using it after we were done with the fertility journey because I thought that, you know, 
they just worked with my body so well, um, you know, and just kind of asked her like things like that. Yeah. And it, I think it's hard to, it's, it's easy to forget like all the sort of things that come into play when you're dealing with fertility struggles and even after welcoming the baby. Yeah. I mean, self-care is a huge, huge totally. component. So what, what do you, ta- what do you, how does your self-care look these days and what are you using to kind of supplement? So my self-care is really all about my health because I am on the road three to four times a day or three to four times, um, three to four times, three to four days out of the week. Sorry. And I don't get a lot of sleep. Um, so I just got back from being gone four days because we had the Philly Dallas game. So I'm on planes for, you know, 12 hours out of the week. I'm in a hotel, I'm in crowded restaurants, I'm in airports. So I really, really have to try to stay healthy because when I'm home, I'm on with him. And when I'm on the road, I'm on TV and I've got to be, you know, on it, for our games. So that's why, again, you know, I did nine to 10 years of using Thorn and that's why I brought them over into my life after fertility, this fertility journey, because I need to get the vitamins. I need to pump this vitamin C in me. I need, I still take my prenatals because it's got all the great stuff in it that I'll, I'll use even now. I know I'm still on my omegas for, you know, anti-inflammation and brain health and heart health and magnesium, which is huge and having a moment right now as well. I, they have sleep powders that I use to try to help me sleep on the road. Um, I use my collagen in the morning to try to help hair, nails and uh, skin. And, you know, I take my greens as well. So that's, a really, really big part of my August to February during football season is that I've got to be healthy. I've got to be on, I've got to feel good. Thorne has a huge, is a huge reason why working out super big for me. If it's either 30 minutes or I have 45 minutes, I just, I I have to make it part of my day. Um, Really more so for the mental aspect of it than the physical. I just feel like a better person when it happens. Um, So those are my two biggest things. Yeah. And I'm curious also because going back to work is hard. I mean, maternity leave is so short, even if you love what you do. I love what I do, but I was, you know, it's, it's hard. So what, what is that mental health like look like for you right now? Like, how are you caring for yourself? I know you said working out, but those times when you are away from baby Mac, I know that can be stressful. So Mm -hmm. what are you doing to take care of that mental side? Honestly, I'm being open with my husband about how I'm feeling. I'm being open with my girlfriends about how guilty I'm feeling about missing him and missing the milestones. You know, he was picking up a teething ring the other day and I was like when did he start holding it by himself um, he reached for me the other day when I said goodbye that like wrecked me so I talked to my girlfriends I talked to my co-workers on the road who are all men and they're like listen you're doing what so many moms do and you're working and you're providing and you know he's gonna have a better life because of it be go easy on yourself but I think if I kept this all built in inside it wouldn't be great for anyone um, so I'm just being open and honest about how I feel. And I tell everyone I feel really bad. I feel really guilty. There's, I mean, you know, like take a number, right? Like we're all working well. It's it's sort of this unfortunate unifying thing, but also there is such a great way that we can all kind of commiserate in our guilt. Exactly. (laughs) Exactly. But also you said on the Today Show recently that, you know, you really, you just love staring at Mac, right? And you're kind Mm -hmm. of almost in a way you're making up for lost time. And I know you're you're over like four months in right now, which is definitely, I would call like the thick of it. Do you still, yeah. do you still feel like that? That I stare at him? Or that you're kind of making up for lost time. Like I, 
Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you know, I definitely obviously not carrying him and so forth. I felt like, you know, do I really know my baby? I kind of am playing the role of the dad where the dad, you know, doesn't carry the baby, but is living vicariously through the mom. So yeah, I mean, I still feel like right now when I'm on the road, people at the Eagles Dallas game are like, how's Mac? I'm like, I have no idea. I'm here. <laughs> like, I think he's great. He seems really cute. Um, no, I just, I'm really hard on myself and a lot of self-deprecating, but he's a really good looking baby. So I like staring at him last night I was looking at him as we were doing bath time and I was just trying to make him smile I'm like your eyelashes are phenomenal and that's really annoying my husband he's four months old I'm like his eyelashes are great that's a boy thing I have two boys and their eyelashes are just like I'm like how dare you (laughs) no no you're a cute kid um, I also, if, if it's okay, I've heard you talk about, you know, sort of like the emotional toll of like you and your husband are incredibly high achievers. You're very good at what you do, you know, yeah. separately. And then, you know, having to go through the kind of struggles you went to, to conceive, to, to, to bring Mac, you know, into this world. It's, it, it can be, there's sort of like this other side of like the detriment, right. That it can take. And would you mind talking a little bit about that? Because I know a lot of moms, we talk about guilt, right? Like we turn it self-deprecation, you know, yeah. there's a lot of self-blame that goes into all aspects of motherhood. Yeah. No, I was really hard on myself, A, for just not having success, right? You you were able to have success in your life. My husband wanted the highest level. I have, you know, a, a great job and in, in, in a very competitive industry, yet I could not get pregnant. I couldn't carry a baby. And it was just not an easy road. And it's, it's hard. I don't think it matters what you do for a living when you're continuously getting that call from the fertility clinic or your doctor. That's like, yeah, it just didn't work. Let's try this round or let's do this. It's just, it's hard not to blame yourself. And that's also one of the reasons why I was very open about it because I was just like, you know, it's so hard on your body, but it's so hard on your, your brain and your heart. It just weighs on you. And, you know, your friends and your family go along on the journey with you. And not only when you call, get the bad news, you have to call them and be like, it didn't work, but you know, I'll come to your house and play with your kid. Like, it's just hard. The whole thing is just very difficult. Yeah. And I also think a lot of women look to you sort of aspirationally as, you know, as like a sort of a pillar of success, you know, with us being a mom and, you know, sort of living the dream, right? I mean, this, it, that's what it's trying, of, <laughs> trying, right? No, I know it's not, not everything is what it appears, yeah. but I'm, I'm also, you know, wondering, I know we're here on behalf of Thorne, but you know, like, how are you fitting in those? How are you making time? I know that exercise is important and all of that and taking those supplements, but sometimes it feels like I don't even have the time to throw collagen in my coffee. There's no time. I mean, if I remember to do it, that's half of it. Like, um, you know, I, I went to bed last night and I think I took about 30 vitamins. I don't even know if that's recommended. And my husband's like, whoa. And I was like, I forgot to do it this morning. And I just, I'm so anal with all of it that I want to get it all in. Cause I know like, it's great for my body. So, um, yeah, I, I think the biggest thing I've learned is I need to go easy on myself. I need to have patience. I sit down at nine o'clock at night after, you know, trying to cram in, you know, making up for lost time with Mac after being on the road. And I'm like, I haven't started studying yet for the game this weekend. I haven't even crossed off anything on my to-do list. I've got a suitcase full of dirty clothes upstairs that I don't even want to open. So yeah, it's difficult. It's, it's been, it's, you know, people will say, you'll find your way. You'll find your way. I'm like, well, I, I don't know. 
do you have a village that you rely on? I know some, maybe, and, and then I'm not even talking about like people I know, cause some could be like, like health supplements or like, you know, cause I think a lot of times when we do see someone maybe in the public eye who appears to be doing so well, and you, even though you were just so honest with us right now, I mean, we have to remember that there might be other things at play, you know, I have my in-laws and, you know, but like, so what does your village look like? I'm very grateful for my village. Um, we have to, in order to, you know, make this work and make it a, you know, obviously good environment for my act because my husband is working during the NHL season. I'm in the thick of it. I'm in week 10 of the football season right now. So yeah, we have a lot of help. That was another thing I learned is don't be embarrassed to say you have a lot of help. Our nanny who's phenomenal said, you know, what, if you told people you were doing this on your own, that's like the biggest lie and you're not being honest with how hard it is. So it's okay for you to tell people this is really hard and we had to get help. There's no way I could do it. I mean, for people to be like, do you take Mac out on the road? Are you insane? Half the time I haven't gone to the bathroom. I haven't eaten um, all that kind of stuff. So anyways, yeah. Is this, a the, is this the same nanny that told you this babe, like he's yours? Like, yeah, that, yeah. Oh, he yeah. sounds good. She sounds nanny like a good one. Yeah. And she has actually, I'm not here to plug her, but I'll plug her book. She has a book out. It's called the nanny Connie way. It's an awesome read. It's hysterical. She's from the South. So she makes it pretty easy to, um, laugh through it all and, you know, laugh at yourself. So yeah, I highly recommend that too. She's been a saving grace. Oh, we'll definitely include that in the right. Yeah, for sure. But, um, and I would never ask you this unless you had mentioned it. We're not here to get like a scoop or anything, but you did mention that you guys were considering another baby. And I know yeah. what you have going on. Like, is how is that going? Well, I, I wouldn't think it's not going to be now because right. uh, it's just obviously crazy. But yeah, I mean, I'm very tight with my sister and my family. Um, you know, I just, I can't imagine not trying again which is why I'm still pumping my thorn in me and taking as many supplements as I did when I was on this fertility journey. I've got to stay healthy. I've got to, you know, just, I, I think the biggest thing, and that's, you know, I was just lecturing my cute little 30 year old makeup artist down there. Cause she wants to start freezing her eggs. I'm like, are you taking your supplements? No. And I said, you've got to get this in your body before you start the fertility journey. It's all about, you know, like your makeup and all that kind of stuff. So man, I've been doing these things forever. So hopefully my makeup's pretty good for when we're ready to have a second. Yeah. It, it sounds, you know, I'm wishing you the best of luck. Um, we, you know, I've been such a, I've been following a lot as a journalist. You're sort of like, right. Like you're, you're the one <laughs> that we kind of, oh, other you. journalists we, we really look to. So I really appreciate the time and you being so honest, like you just on behalf of like myself and the mothers that we write content for and create this podcast for, I think you've helped a lot, a lot of people. So we'll thank continue you. to watch you. So oh, you. thank you. All right. Take care. Appreciate it. Nice to talk to you. Yes. Likewise. 